Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG forward slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello everyone and welcome to Seeds of Defiance. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Sean and I will be your Dungeon Master tonight. We are thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. Seeds of Defiance is a continuation of the Neverwinter saga, a spin-off, if you will. Uh, we have three returning characters, but we will get to that in a second, and two new ones um, as they explore the dark depths of Neverwinter Woods. But if you want any more than that, you are just going to have to watch. For those of you who are new to Dungeons & Dragons, everyone here will play a fantasy character in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique character with sheets that tell them who they are, what they can do, the many and myriad ways in which they can derail my plans, and what dice they can roll in order to do it. They will mostly be rolling this, imaginary 20-sided dice. Thank you, Post. To see if they succeed in what they are trying to do, with 20 being heroically good and one being hilariously bad. And whilst they play their characters, everything else in said fantasy universe is played by me. People, monsters, weather patterns, the sky is the limit. Between me describing the world and the story, the players describing what they want to do in it, and some dice rolls to keep everything unpredictable for all of us, we will tell our story. Now, let's meet the players, followed by our sponsors and our supporters. Hi, I'm G, I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing protagonist Jones, who uses he, they pronouns. Um, I'm not sure how much I really want to give away about protagonist at this point. They are a very secretive person. They're also a private detective. Uh, and what you would see when looking at them is a, a, a very tall person around, probably around 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, uh, that has an octopus's head, uh, a very long trench coat, large clunky metallic feet, uh, tentacle, three tri-tentacle kind of hand things, uh, and uh, a very soggy fedora on top of a globe of water that surrounds the octopus head so that it can breathe, obviously. Hi, I'm Johnny. I go by he, him, and I am playing Rex Alafi, the half-orc cleric of peace. Um, Rex is a fairly young half-orc um, cleric, uh, but he sounds a little, a little older. It's due to uh, working with people of uh, uh, who have been infected and contracting some several diseases himself, and now uh, is a little bit hobbled as he walks along. Um, Rex is a firm believer in protecting people around him and likes to be at the front of combat a lot. Um, if you've seen previous shows, you may know his one of his uh, super moves as the hamster ball attack, which may or may not come up in future sessions. Hi, I'm Scarlet. Uh, I am she, they. I am playing Hera the Reborn Warlock. If you have a plant, she will probably uh, talk to it. If you have any eyeballs flying around, she'll probably poke them. Hi. I am Rebecca Hare, and I use she, her pronouns. I am playing the Lady Eldith Dewdrop. She also uses she, her pronouns. Um, she is a noblewoman, um, beast barbarian, rune knight fighter, multi-class. She always looks absolutely fabulous and has a little bit of a temper tantrum if she doesn't get her own way. 
Hi, I'm Chris. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Murine, who also uses they, them pronouns. Murine is a rat folk, definitely <laughs> more rat than folk, um, and is currently on the run, running away from the only home they've ever known, Neverwinter, into the Neverwinter wood in a desperate attempt to escape the mistakes of their past. It's going really well. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at heroforge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of UltraPro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com, and just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials, it's all great stuff, you should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. Playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons & Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. 
you know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe, and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for three hours. And on Fridays, we run our talk show, Talk Together, for one hour. Our TTRPG streams can be one-shots, four, six, eight, or 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. We are RollTogetherRPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat, help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar or one gold piece and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. And um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favorite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender than their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but acknowledge that it does happen, and have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instance of misgendering, we are open to being corrected, so please do just let us know if you think one has been missed. Check out exclamation mark safety in chat for content warnings and some of the safety tools that we use throughout the TTRPG safety toolkit. And now, let us begin. everyone and welcome to the very first session of Seeds of Defiance. So, the Neverwinter Woods, a foreboding place of hidden shadows. Nary an explorer enters this woods without a hint of caution. They are dangerous roads to traverse, 
there's a number of things within these woods that even the most hardy of adventurers would think twice about risking their lives over. That said, Scarlet and Johnny, your characters are currently uh, making a way through the woods. Um, Scarlet, first, would you be able to um, just quickly describe what your character looks like? Don't have to go into too much about them just yet. Uh, Hera is a blonde, very gaunt and skeletal lady um, wearing very ragged clothes, <clears throat> lots of layers, lots of pouches and probably shuffling along a little bit on the creepier side. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> and Johnny, describe your character. Um, so Rex is um, wearing long dark overalls and he's got his plague mask hood kind of um, over his back which makes it look like a little cap on the side um, he's got a shield and mace on his uh, on his back and he's got his little um, first aid pouch on his side he's also shuffling but more on the kind of like elderly man type shuffle not not as creepy um, alongside Hera and he's kind of just muttering under his breath pointing out very obvious things as they're walking okay um so the two of you have um, set out from Neverwinter. Um, last we saw you, um, you had uh, recently um, seen to the defeat of the uh, the wizard Jorok Antoni. Um, and uh, <clears throat> at the end of that, you decided that you were going to travel together to, uh, well, I will let that uh, emerge during the stream, but uh, you decided that you would set Neverwinter behind you and um, travel towards uh, Yatar for your own reasons. Um, is there anything that you might be kind of discussing en route? Uh, mostly just pointing stuff out. Dip tell you what, let's, let's have a roll for it. Uh, give me a perception roll. First roll. Is that from both of us? Yeah, both of you, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so, thankfully, I've got advantage. It's the exact same role. Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> Three. Three. Okay. Um, so you are kind of keeping an eye out and, um, you know, looking about the path as, as you're going out. Um, I think, does Rex know that it's very obvious things that he's pointing out? Or... Um, Probably. I mean, he does have a passive perception of 24, so he's kind of always very aw um, aware of his surroundings. But it's more of just, a, oh, would you look at that? It's a tree. <laughs> well, I haven't seen one of those today. <laughs> look at that flower. It's slightly discoloured. Is that a mushroom? Or might want to eat that one later. Hera, that one looks like an eye. Where? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is probably explains uh, Hera's three. Um, you aren't, you're, you're kind of, I guess, fumbling with your own, um, like your potions bag and um, like your, your uh, various ingredients and, and such like that. So kind of half listening to Rex and then every so often Rex will point out something of genuine interest to you, probably a little bit too late. So you've actually kind of walked past it and- uh, There was a dead squirrel back there. I don't want to go get it for you. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh don't want to get turned around in these woods, but we don't. We'll just turn around quickly. <laughs> no, just to your left there. Oh, oh. <laughs> Instantly has to 
like a squirrel on the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, while this happens, um, there are other travelers in these woods and um, these paths, though not frequently traveled, they, they do still have the kind of telltale signs of um, people who have made their way um, through these woods. So you can kind of pick out some of the hopefully uh, less dangerous parts, shall we say, um, making their way along a slightly different road. Um, Gee, would you be able to describe for me uh, your character? Uh, sure. Uh, at this point, I think. Yeah. Uh, what, what they look like outwardly at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they are... I'll start from the the, the floor up. Uh, they have uh, sort of mechanical feet, uh, metallic, chunk, quite chunky mechanical feet. Uh, and then basically from their ankles, um, they are wearing this very long brown trench coat. Um, they have... Uh, at the top of the trench coat is sort of a ball of water inside which is an octopus uh, that is sort of, yeah, where the head of your normal person might be. Um, uh, the, the hands um, at the end of the sleeves of this trench coat are three tentacles each, uh, <laughs> uh, octopus tentacles, uh, and on top sort of quite soggy on top of this globe of water is a, a like fedora hat like a, a old timey PI hat and what sort of uh, pace would you be going through these woods at this point are you um, uh, trying to kind of go a bit faster to, to make your uh, your way quicker to where you're needing to get to or maybe taking a bit more leisurely no i think probably taking a bit more leisurely um looking around and sort of examining the area perfect um what is your passive perception my passive perception is only 15. only only for a bowl of water (laughs) um i mean you do um become aware of um someone behind you um which is it's not unusual as i say these um are the kind of paths that people would often take when traveling through um but it's also not a common path to choose so um take make of that what you will but uh rebecca what do people see as uh, your character um powers up to where G is currently. Oh, a vision in purple chiffon. Um, Aldith is, well, she normally stands at six foot two, but she's in four inch heels. So six foot six, tall woman, girl, very young woman. Um, She is an elf, very blonde hair, very blue eyes. Ball gown, purples, maybe maybe seen better days, and um, very like sparkly diamante, very high heeled shoes. Excellent. And um, same question again. Are you, I guess, uh, powering through or yes. um, yeah? 
Eldie is stomping her way, head down, determined to find her way, get where she's going, and prove them all wrong! Perfect. Um, do you, I would like a survival roll. I was going to say, because my passive perception is eight, so let's mm-hmm. not do that. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you survival. one of your barbarian skills. I was a natural! <laughs> no, not. Um, natural oh. 20. Okay. <laughs> Four and 18, but still. <laughs> the Fae giveth and the Fae unbelievable. keep giveth. <laughs> Not that unbelievable. <laughs> um, so you are well aware um, of your surroundings at this point. Um, you, as you, as you say, are determined to prove everybody wrong and... Um, just show them that you can you can do this. So you become aware of this person in the um, brown overcoat ahead of you, um, who is. I didn't say actually. Yeah, uh, Agnes Jones is also very tall. Like up to their up to the the sort of ball of water is about six feet already. So yeah, they're, they're probably yeah about six six as well. Gorgeous. <laughs> become aware of a tall figure that you that is taking a much more um, sedate pace than you think probably wise in uh, this area of uh, of the Sword Coast. Interesting. Um, from a quick assessment of their back, do they look like they would be a threat? Or will, what Eldith would consider to be a threat? Gee, please roll I mean, an intimidation check for your back. <laughs> the back of the fishbowl. I'll be intimidated. Uh, da, 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 that is uh, 14. Yeah, 14. I mean, I'll roll to check, but I don't think... Yeah, Inside. no, that's not scary. Eldie okay. has a very significant estimation of her own abilities. Um, in that case, she will just, as soon as she has assessed this, shout out behind you, 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 tank person. The tongue. Yes? Protagonist Joe's tons, right? Uh, yes, you. Hello, is this the way to Silvery Moon? Is this the right path? Do I know that? Give me a survival roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a dirty 20. Okay. Um, it's been a while since you've, um, properly stopped to study a map to, to work out where you are in these woods, but you've feel like you've got a fairly good handle on it um more or less i mean she might want to veer a little bit more t- to the north but more or less heading along this path will be fine uh cool so the voice that you hear is quite uh i mean i've got in my head the sort of mechanical voice that is if anybody else has seen like videos of people using floppy disk drives to play music it's this kind of uh, uh, noise <laughs> oh, that's what's in my head but i know that the editors are going to probably mess about with my speech and make it <laughs> awesome and cool so i'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out uh, as are we all <laughs> uh, so yeah i'm just i'm going to do a voice thing uh so what you get back is mm, yes it is uh, all right go to your north and points with identicals Thank you. Uh, I was raised not to, to believe that making personal comments is rude, but um, you're not speaking out of your octopus. 
Well, where are you? Where <laughs> is your octopus just for decoration? It's a very nice octopus. <laughs> it's not decoration. Where are you heading? I am out for a stroll. Uh, insight check. <laughs> Feel free to roll. Feel free to roll persuasion. Like, or... It sounds like one of these. That's just what it sounds like. Old. Yeah. It kind of is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen insight. Oh, um, Gene, could that be versus either persuasion or deception? Whichever one you feel is more applicable to what you are doing. I mean, it's the same. It's the same modifier. So we don't need to know that. Um. Sorry, yeah, 14. What did you say you got? Oh, 13. <laughs> this person's uh, intentions are unclear. It's very, uh, a little dangerous in these woods, and um, your glass looks unprotected. Would you like company? It is not glass. At that point, the, the water all kind of ripples around. Oh. Oh. Fascinating. It looks even less protected now. What does the octopus do when the water ripples? I didn't want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, it just kind of maybe raises an eyebrow. <laughs> the octopus's eyebrow is a great name for a bar. <laughs> maybe we'll end up there. <laughs> um, cool. So these uh, two potentially unlikely travelling companions have uh, have met on the road. Um, the last of our... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting singled out is uh, always good. <laughs> also six foot six, right, Chris? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, so last we saw Marine, um, they were uh, in Neverwinter as well. Uh, they had recently managed to escape from um, what has been dubbed the Lonely House. And um, what what have they been uh, doing up to this point? Um, the experiences around the Lonely House and everything that followed afterwards made them scared. They were already scared. This just added to that. They thought they had made some friends who they tried to stay close to and get to know better, but then they saw some people who are part of a were-rat gang that they've worked with, but don't don't really... Yeah, probably want to kill them. Um, uh, um, saw them talking to, to them and um, decided to leave Neverwinter. Uh, Murine has, has never left Neverwinter before. So whatever situation you're you're putting them in, in this wood, they have never experienced at all. I think they're conceptually aware of trees. Good. Um, so there are trees. Um, a lot more trees in one place than you've probably experienced. Yep. Um, the, uh, the land that you're currently in is a lot wetter than you'd probably like. Uh, it's quite marshy. Uh, in fact, there's some shallow but still 
considerable murky um, depths. Um, there's something in the water. Something's been swimming around, and what's your passive perception? 17. With your passive, you keep catching glimpses of writhing green masses in these waters. And, I mean, how would how would Marine act, react? Uh, hunker down a little bit, draw the swarm close, because my rat swarm is always around me. Um, I think... Breathe out. Recognize that something's probably around and probably quite dangerous. Do I have enough time to poison my blades? I'd say so. Cool, just reach into a kit on my belt and just write something that's injury-based. Not enough time to do something clever with a contact poison, so instead it's just daubing an injury-based thing onto the blade so that when it cuts, the injury will um, mean that it um, goes into the wound. <laughs> right, Murina's scared. This is all new to them. They will probably strike first and ask questions later. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so whatever's around, the moment I catch a glimpse of it for the next time, I'm just going to burst into action, leap forward, probably with a quite high pace, and um, try with both blades to to stab into whatever it is. Um, in D&D terms, Sean, I'll steady aim so that um, my movement speed is reduced so I can take my time to see something that is coming and then strike out before it has a chance to attack me first. Okay, perfect. If it turns out not to be an enemy, then, um, yep, this is what fear does to a tiny rat person. Okay. <laughs> um, so those um, others traveling in the woods, so Hera and Rex, Eldith and Protagonist, um, it's... Is anyone trying to kind of sneak through these woods, or is everyone generally just kind of making their way? So, for, for those who are uh, listening to the podcast, that was a uh, chorus of silent nods. During um, <laughs> with your um, passive of 17, you will come to be aware as you're kind of um, adding the poison to your blades that mm. um, there are other presences in these woods. Um, They're all out to get me. Fine. <laughs> oh. Um, a nice so roasted any... rat for breakfast would go down lovely. No, no. <laughs> all of you will hear um, the sound of um, this murky water being um, forcefully... Um, uh, pushed out of the way um, as this thing bursts out of um, the water. Um, this thing which was deceptively big given the, the shallow depths of this um, this marshland um, 
immediately what stands in front of you is something that appears to be shaped like a large dragon. Okay. Do you still strike first? Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's, it's, this, this has not made it better. <laughs> Um, there's a, there's a full-on, the, the first thing the four of you, the four of you will hear is a full-on, like, high-pitched scream, and then I'm stabbing it, stabbing it, oh. stabbing it. So everybody will hear this high-pitched scream, letting you know that something is being attacked somewhere. Um, and would everybody please roll initiative? <gasps> What's that, an owl? Quick. 25. <laughs> oh. uh, 16. Also 16. 18. Nice. nice. One. <laughs> so, um, there were two 16s there. Could you just let me know what your modifiers are? Plus two. Plus one. Okay, so D. LD will be going. Is it bad that I'm imagining Octodad? There's like adventures rings about, and there's just an Octodad like <laughs> running behind. Oh, like it's 100% Octodad. <laughs> Not that far off Octodad. Um, From a visual point of view. Sorry, G and uh, Scarlet, I missed your... No. Uno. Yeah, that's right. 18. Cool. Works quite well for character, though, I think, for me. (laughs) Time is Jones's last in the order. Okay, Koki, I suppose I should probably roll for myself as well. Do I get this surprise round, or are we just diving into initiative at the top? Um, you are going to get your surprise round, yes. Oh, 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 oh. oh the assassin shit kicks in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So, editors, cue your battle music, <laughs> and here we go. Um, so, yes, you get your surprise round, and then we will jump straight into the um, actual round, where you are also going first. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Um, This thing that's in front of me that I'm leaping Mm -hmm. towards, it has sort of reared out of the water and I've got the jump on because I thought it was coming. Um, Does it have obvious neck, belly, obvious weak point to go just stab it really quite aggressively in in the soft bit? So as um, you're kind of keen senses kick in and you um, study the foe that has just emerged from this murky water. Mm. Um, Though it be dragon-shaped, it does not necessarily look like your typical dragon. Um, It appears to be made of um, corded bands of plant stem. Um, The tail appears to be um, made of uh, mudded roots and uh, Instead of a head, it is a large um, uh, well, flower head, uh, resembling probably a snapdragon. Okay, Mirene has an intelligence of nine. No fucking clue what this thing is. Uh, just stabbing anywhere. Um, yeah, let's go for it. Um, two attack rolls, two, two, two weapon fighting. Yep, yep, no, yep. no, I steady aimed. Bonus action, one weapon fighting. But I have two attacks because I'm a... No, do I? Yes, fifth level ranger. I have two attacks. Don't I? Someone help me with this. Who knows rangers? Yeah. It's level six, isn't it? Oh, 
I mean, you confused with fighters. Yeah. I've got an extra tank, but I'm an officer. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's two attacks. Right. So um, I will uh, roll two attack rolls. Perfect. Let's see what happens with my short swords, of which I have two. 16. 16 does not hit. Right. 18. 18 hits. Oh, thank God. So I think the first strike probably just cuts through corded plant matter and just, what? no, no idea. Where's this thing's skin? Um, and then the second strike will stab deep into it and impact. Um, and here we fucking go. Um, I will favor foe it as part of the strike. I had a d4. Uh, my gathered swarm will attack as part of me striking and moving past it. I had a d6. Uh, I am an assassin. I went first in combat, so... Mm. I can't find it. New character, who this? Right. Uh, assassin. There it is. Your advantage attack was because you haven't taken a turn. I could have rolled with advantage. I'll just roll to make sure it's not a crit. No, please do. Do you want to roll to see whether the first one hits? Yes, thank you. Uh, the first one would have been a 23. Well, then that'll hit. And the second is not a 20, so two hits. Cool. Two hits. Good. And it's a crit automatically. And um, yes, that means I roll all of those dice twice. So it's all of my attack dice plus my sneak attack plus a d6 and a d4. My goodness me. Okay, so it's 2d6 on the sneak attack, 3d6, 1d4, 4d6, 8d6, 2d4. Right. 8d6 and 2d4. Bye, plant monster. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's dead. For those uh, of you on the podcast, the DM is prepared to die. <laughs> um, just so you know, I've not added the poison damage on yet because that is separate from assassinate. It's a constant problem with these things, but it's entirely... 29 for the first hit. 29 damage for the first hit, and there's yes. no poison in there, no? Not yet. Okay. I'm going to tell you this now. Don't yeah. worry about calculating it. <laughs> it's immune. It is immune to poison. Cool. Then I will not bother. Um, bonus, it doesn't get doubled. Poison damage doesn't get doubled on an assassinate, which is a shame, but there you go. Um, right, so strike through. Realize that nothing extra has happened. Um, I have the mobile feat, so um, if I have attacked it, I have effectively disengaged already. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I will strike and tumble past it, and I've used my bonus action, so I can't hide, but I can move away. I have 30 feet of movement, so I am 40 feet of movement, I am fast, so I am going to skitter around it in an arc so that I am far enough away from it that I think it probably can't reach me if it does decide to turn and follow me, but I am full on Naruto running around the swamp and to the side with this swarm of rats crawling all over me and some running around mm -hmm. as I move around and probably screeching and wailing the whole way. Could you please roll me a uh, d4? I mean, yeah. Three. So in order to um, to run the distance that you do, you kind of have to um, burst through some um, bushes <clears throat> and you um, uh, burst suddenly in front of um, Hera and, uh, and Rex by, uh, <coughs> by dint of that. Oh, it's an owl! 
<laughs> is there anything else in your turn, or is that... I will hiss at both of them in quite an angry, aggressive way. I'm probably not, you're not nice. I am nice. I'm just scared. <laughs> I mean, it'd be really sad if, you know, Hera's turn was next and Hera didn't have any more information about this apart from the thing that made the n aggressive noise suddenly <laughs> bursting out of the bush. Um, but thankfully it is in fact the Snapdragon's turn. Um, following hot on Murine's heels, um, keeping pace. Um, this, it can move 40 feet. It can indeed. Shit. That's, that's <laughs> walking as well. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's done a mixture of um, swimming and, and walking, just dipping in and out of these um, these patches and um, emerges from the brush um, right behind Murine. Um, the orange petals of its um, snapdragon head um, arranged in this um, animalistic, even for a plant, um, kind of vicious snarl. Um, seeing the three of you, um, it rears up um, almost onto its haunches and emerging from um, a number of um, flower bulbs arrayed around what we will call its neck just for uh, identification purposes. Um, a cone of poisonous gas. Could Hera, Rex, and Murine please roll me a constitution save? Again! <laughs> oh yeah, this is your favourite one, isn't it? <laughs> I have advantage. Three. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a seven, so five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm immune to disease, if that helps anything. <laughs> um, I am sorry. not. What? Uh, what did Hera get as well? Fourteen. Okay. Hera, you take half of this. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping I don't become that DM who kills most of the characters in the first combat, but we will <laughs> see what happens. Bring us on. How I have to riverfly. <laughs> Not if you're unconscious. <laughs> so... Uh, 47 is the full total for Murine and Rex. Um, half that would be 23 for Hera. Okay. Oh, it's in my eyes! <laughs> it's rolling on the floor. <laughs> that was, however, its, its turn. Uh, yeah, as this um, poisonous um, pollen cloud just disperses and... Um, uh, coats you all in its uh, horrible poisonous mass. Are we poisoned, as in the condition? You are not poisoned, as in the condition. No, uh, it's just the damage. Okay. Um, up next, Hera. Well, uh, after getting sprayed, <coughs> uh, automatically, without a lot of thought, I'm going to cast cause fear on it and uh, try and make it go away. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think I roll for it. Hold on. Do I get a save? Just reading up on it. Oh, no, momento, <laughs> new spell. Uh, it's a save, I think. I think it's a save. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
rolling on uh, D&D Beyond. It's a 14. That is a 24. Oh, yeah. Natural 20 on my uh, save. (laughs) Sorry, it was a strong move. (laughs) Yep. Bonus actions? Uh, uh, No, but I'd like to move away. Like, oh! (laughs) Just quick step back and hide behind a tree. Um, that's fine. Uh, the thing's um, directly behind Mureen, but you're not kind of within its range, so uh, you are all good. Um, anything else on your turn? Mm-mm. Then uh, we will go. Shocked. Uh, next in line, Eldie. Uh, so you have heard um, these strange noises. Um, it has been eerily quiet up to this point, but you hear a squeak, a number of um, crashes as something pursues something else through the bush, and then just the sound of coughing and spluttering as what sounds like humanoids are um, beset by something that you can tell where it is. Now, I'm really hoping the answer to this is yes. If I move 30 feet in the direction of the noises, can I get within melee range of whatever this might be? Ooh, for story purposes, yes, you can. Brilliant. <laughs> I, mean, I will move anyway. I would just, yes, like to. Fantastic. I have a boring mechanics question because this mm-hmm. subclass is new to me. Um, because I have the unarmoured fighting style mm-hmm. that changes my d6 unarmoured attack um, an unarmed strike to a d8 with the form of the beast claws does that d6 also change to a d8 again that's fun why not the answer is yes because otherwise it's a waste of stacking yes good thank you i love it when dms just say yes to really cheeky requests (laughs) in that case um what will happen is ld will look at i don't think protagonist has even told her their name yet but (laughs) octopus person and um so, well, I, I think it's up to you to see how fragile your water is, and then we'll take off towards the noise. She'll get there. She will see a snapdragon, and she isn't very happy about it. And so she will um, see it, see three very injured people around, and go, no, no, this isn't... I just wanted to get home, and he's already died, and honestly, I didn't want more interruptions. And when Eldith doesn't get her own way, she rages. Um, so she is going to temper tantrum her way into a range. Um, and as that happens, her perfectly manicured fingers are going to grow into claws. And I would like her to make three uh, attacks with Ooh. those claws, please. Please do. So each of them is a D is a plus ten to hit. The lowest is an eighteen, then there's a twenty-three and a twenty-seven. Yeah, well eighteen's hit, so all three of those. Magnificent. So that is three D eight plus six. That is an eight and another eight. <laughs> that's three eights, please Sean. Okay. So that's twenty-four plus eighteen is Stab 42 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this thing looks scary and there are three super injured people. So I think I would like you, please, Sean, to make me a strength saving throw, DC 16. Okay. It's a long shot, but why not? I will do this. 
I'm afraid I rolled a dirty 20. I thought you might. I thought a dragon might have a fairly high strength saving throw. Well, that is burnt for anyone looking. LD will... It's, and it's weird. She makes quite a feral attack and then will put her very beclawed hand on a very intricately carved rune um, that is just carved into the bag she carries and try and send some fire towards the snapdragon and absolutely nothing happens which will make her tantrum a little bit more um yeah i'd like to be within five feet of the dragon please for sentinel Mm -hmm. reasons and that is my turn absolutely fine um you can kind of try and um insert yourself more or less between Meereen and the dragon if you if you wanted to yeah that person's incredibly small so I will do that uh, is that everything on your turn <laughs> um yeah actually bonus action movement and a cheeky extra thing yes cool um Rex you were a mess oh god my oh. Oh, oh no it's everywhere again <laughs> My mouth open, Hera. <laughs> oh, you! Oh no! He's like struggling to keep himself standing, and he just hobbles over towards um, Marine. Um, is is Marine kind of prone, writhing in agony? Yeah. What type? Yeah. Oh, my friend, your blades look more useful than my mace. Uh, I will. I will hiss in your face. <laughs> I have no idea what's going. I am a rat person. My face is all elongated. Um, I'm just flailing around, snarling. If you lean over me, I will try and to try and make us seem more similar. Then I'll lower my plague mask down, also to protect my face from any rats. I have a face too. Uh, I'm going to try and put a hand. <laughs> scarier. <laughs> it's okay. Just accept it. Uh, it's fine. It'll help. I'm going to try and lay a hand on Marine. Uh, yeah, I'll let you do it, Johnny, but in, in fur, story terms, I'm scared. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just like trying to, trying to, it's like an angry cat, like scratching. It's, yeah. Just accept the love. <laughs> Except it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we have this experience. <laughs> yeah, I've got some scratches on my cat. Um, and I lay a hand on Marine, and as soon as my hand is placed upon uh, on them, you would feel this um, kind of, um, it's a comforting cold which washes over your body, and all of that poison that started to kind of pour in is ejected out of, out of them as I cast healing um, cure wounds on them and I'm going to do it at 5th level jeez which unfortunately is only a 26 but it's uh, just a uh, a warmth of healing wow it's okay it's okay it doesn't hurt that much (laughs) it really does though oh god so all the poison's expelled out of me you say Um, well just thematically speaking as it's coming back in again I'm like trying to get rid of that pain that poison anyone anyone here got a problem with vomit Mm-hmm. <laughs> just learning on that, it just, it just, just up at you into your muscle. <laughs> Why did I keep my mouth open again? Oh no! Now I have a problem. <laughs> and then I'll shakily pull my shield and go, right, you big thing. <laughs> Makes out. I'm ready for you. <laughs> He's definitely not ready. He's like oh. shaking, like oh. But you can't see the fear because the mask is down. And I'm going to be as far away without leaving combat range, trying to. I'm just looking at towards Elder's character, thinking, oh, "What? What the hell?" 
On that, can I butt in and say I forgot to add my rage, da rage damage, so please can you add oh. another six? Yep, you can absolutely do that. No, character, help! <laughs> no worries. Is that everything on Rex's turn then? Uh, yep, that's my... Um, I can't use another spell slot because I've had my turn, and my bonus action is just to cry a little bit inside my mask. Legit, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, up next is protagonist. Um, I forgot to say, um, should you have wanted to take an opportunity attack on your new friend as she left your vicinity, you could have done so. Um, oh, interesting. Um, oh, was you mean you mean G? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think. Almost like that occurred to protagonists that like they they have enough combat experience that they were like, oh, I could hit her in the back. Uh, <laughs> he runs away, but, but no, it's not something he they considered doing. I don't think. I, I figured not, but uh, you know, you're not friends yet, so you know, let's just. He yeah. wouldn't do anything else ever again, but it's still a choice you could make. <laughs> uh, it is. It is, however, your turn to do with whatever you wish. Um, you uh, saw the way that she ran off, so. Yeah. So, I, how aware am I of where everybody else is? Um, you, I think, would be aware that um, LD literally just kind of um, leapt through a couple of bushes to um, a more or less adjacent pathway where another set of travellers were. Um, mm. You can kind of see um, flashes of things, but to be quite honest, I, I want to get... Uh, oh, actually, no, it doesn't matter. I just want to get somewhere I can got a direct line of sight to it. I'd say you I'd say you can. Um it's a lot of plants and you're trying to look at a plant, but you can kind of identify the, the angry uh, plants from the docile ones. Cool. Uh I am gonna attack twice, which I have mm -hmm. my extra attack. Uh before that I'm gonna cast bonus action cast branding smite, is that what it was? think so yes branding smite mm -hmm. uh at third level mm -hmm. uh and then i'm gonna take uh so out of um out of a sort of like hidden slit in in the trench coat uh there's like sort of little block of like wood part wooden part uh, metal like block comes out uh and then like two bits shoot out the side of it and it's it's the end of a crossbow um and yeah it shoots off shoots off a bolt um which is an 18 18 hits 18 hits cool mm -hmm. uh and that's with branding smite as well so that's that nice so that's maximum damage on that and then that so the arm comes out, the crossbow comes out of your chest. It's not held in your arms. No, not in the the tentacle octopus hands. No. Um, right. So go, that's, go gadget crossbow. <laughs> that's twenty three. Uh, that's twenty three damage. Twenty three. Nice. Uh, and then the second one. Uh, ooh, that's that's more. So that's like a twenty six. Um, yep. And with this one. I'm going to use Arcane Jolt, uh, so it gets an extra bit of force damage. Actually, yeah, no, I, it's just force damage. I'll just do that. Um, and uh, 
Uh, so that then does another 20 points of damage. Sweet. Okay. Uh, yeah, you watch as um, your crossbow bolt flies and um, both hit their mark, uh, exploding in um, flashes of light, I'm guessing, being... Yeah. Branding, branding smite, did you say? Branding smite, yeah. Is that the one that gives you advantage on the next attack? Uh, maybe. Did you want to see if um, your second hit would become a crit? If so. Attack deals radiant damage becomes visible. If it's invisible, target then shines dim light in a five foot radiance and can become invisible. But no, no there's nothing about it. So it's, it's, just, it's just invisibility. That, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> thinking it was like guiding bolts, but clearly not. Um, okay. Uh, is that everything on your turn? That is my turn. Back to the top of the round. Let's see if Mirin can finish this thing. Um. Is Mirin going to run away and let it attack everybody else? <laughs> <sighs> I should have cast heroism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I don't know you people. How's good? I'm gonna roll it. I'm gonna roll. It's the best way to deal with it. Ooh. Okay. Um, <laughs> Marine will disengage, roll out of combat range away from the two people, and is too scared to do much of anything will sort of curl up into a ball looking at this sort of big fight happening in front of them and wishing they were home and doubting why they ever thought this was a good idea. Um, anyone who's nearby, probably closer to here than anyone else, might hear me frantically whispering it looks like to one of the rats. That is my turn. Um, could you just just for the, out of interest, could you please roll me a, um, a stealth check, I guess, to see how quietly you're talking and um, sure. see if you can beat Hera's uh, passive. 24. I think you beat pe- uh, Hera's passive. Um, you, you hear mutterings. Um, you're aware that Murine spoke, but not necessarily what what was said. Uh, maybe um, call. Go on. Sean, I didn't add on my second attack last time. I just rolled the first critted one and then didn't add on the second one. Okay. Can I add it on now? Yeah, why not? First session. Go on, I'll be kind this once. Thank you. Uh, so what is six damage card? <laughs> um, I need to just do some maths. Hang on. It wouldn't have got the sneak attack. It wouldn't have got any of it because it was just it was just be another d6 plus four, so five points of damage. Oh. Oh, it is no. still. Oh, got to add the modifier nine. Do more maths now. Sorry. <laughs> it is still standing. You will be sad. No, but uh, cool. All good. Um, right. In that case, it is the Snapdragon's turn and the snapdragon is going to see whether its poison breath refreshes which it does oh my god 
And I now have, let's see. Thirty foot cone, so Marine would have legged it forty foot away, so you'd be outside of this. Hera, you did not move. We went back. Oh, you did go back. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's only really Eldie and Rex in that case, because uh, protagonist would also just be a scooch out of the way. Um, oh, hindsight, you cruel mistress! I'm still going to use it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Once again, you you kind of you can almost see um, the photosynthesis happening as this um, plant kind of raises its um, snapdragon head higher, and then the uh, bulbs on its neck begin to swell, and then again exude um, poisonous pollenous cone. So, uh, Rex and Eldie. Please, could you roll me constitution saving throws? Finally, <laughs> I'm playing a character who is good at these. Natural 20. And I didn't speak too soon, 23. Okay. Oh my god. At least that natural 20. <laughs> you both only take half of this. Excellent. Still might be enough. Given that it attacked Rex as well, does this count as an attack on a Greek target other than me? Not really a target. I don't. I, th- I think that would yeah, be the normal ruling. I, th- I thought I was pushing it, but it's always worth it. I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Eldie's just going to stand there and inhale all. No. <laughs> um, that was 37 points of damage, but you both take half, which would be 18. Oh, okay. it's, it's nothing. Uh, what type of damage? Poison. I'm not resistant to that. Sorry. Still standing. Rex is still standing. Nice. Um, Robo, that is everything on um, Snapdragon's turn. So uh, straight up to Hera. Hera. Uh, Seeing as Rex has got uh, blasted again. (laughs) (laughs) Move back! Why do I keep doing this? You need to get away from it! <laughs> and uh, peeping from behind a tree. Uh, get your head down! I'm gonna cast um, Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. That's a 16. 16 to hit does not, I'm afraid. Um, you must have more blasts by now, though. I believe. Pardon? You've got two. Two blasts. Ah. Pew pew. <laughs> uh, please make your second. That's a 16. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Yeah. Um, you kind of you, you blast this thing, and it's almost as if um, at the last moment the energy fizzles out. Um, yeah, it's, it doesn't doesn't even seem to uh, leave a blast or anything. It just um, approaches close to this plant-like creature and just something about it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm useless. Hmm. You have to get out of the way. <laughs> just like reach out if I can move to try and drag, like <laughs> try and drag him away. Even though I can't really move that far. Just like, yeah. Stylistically, you're up up against Rex, trying to, to pull him out of the fight. Is that everything on your turn? Yes. Eldie, you have just been breezed on. Well, that's just rude. 
Um, I would like to stack my bonus actions, because why not? And this time I would like to use my, whatchamacallit, the other one. Uh, the giant's might. Eldi <laughs> will grow to a large creature, mm-hmm. um, along with anything I'm wearing. Thank you very much, D&D Beyond. <laughs> um, and I now have advantage on strike, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't sh- Being large doesn't add anything to an unarmed strike, does it? D4. Every time? Pretty sure. It's, 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 Every it's, attack? It's in the giant's might thing. So Giants might add a d6 to one attack per turn, but I don't know if becoming large no. itself adds something as well. No. Because enlarge does. Adds right? a d4, but that's enlarge adds a d4. Being large doesn't add a d4. There we go. That's what I wasn't sure. Um, I think I'm going to do exactly the same thing again. I'm going to slash at it with my claws three times. Thematically, I'd like to aim for the... Um, bulbous polony making bits because that's just very rude mm-hmm. uh, the lowest is a 24 then a 26 and a 28 uh, yeah 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 those all, all hit great I'll try to get some of the damage this time so that's 3d8 that's 2 a 4 and a 6 is 12 plus 18 is 30 plus another 6 is 36 that's okay. a d6, 40. I don't think I'm forgetting any other random bits. Rage damage. Damage, done that. That was the six. That was six. I'm getting better at this, slowly. Um, how poorly is this snapdragon looking? Well, let me put it this way. Uh, just the modifier that you added to those attacks was enough <laughs> to kill it. So um, how oh, do you okay. do this? Um, I think she will grow look around her slightly self-consciously, um, then go, <laughs> and in an incredible feral temper tantrum, slash at its polony things and trying to rip across the throat um, mm-hmm. from one to the other, and then suddenly look around, tuck her hair behind her ear and, like, tweak her skirts and shrink back down to her normal size. Okay. Sorry, was someone else hoping to finish? Um, Excellent, yeah. So as you um, uh, throw down the kind of remnants of um, this floral creature's um, neck, which you've just kind of literally pulled up, pulled out... um, great handfuls of uh, of stem and threw them to, to the side. Uh, the creature flops down and um, lays lifelessly in uh, some of the slightly marshy depths. Oh, thank you so much, stranger. Thank you. Oh, oh God. Um, uh, can any of you little people do anything about the, the wounds? That's not my... Spe- well, causing them is my specialism, but not fixing them again. Oh, help me up. Okay. <clears throat> Come on. <laughs> Are you okay? Um, Jones, Jones sort of walks around. Mm, I can do it. And oh, cast. God, another one. <laughs> That's very rude. <laughs> uh, we'll cast Aura of Vitality. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, who, who looks most injured? Rex surely has like six hit points. I have eight. <laughs> eight. Well, right, so I mean, this lasts for a minute, 
And every turn, I can give someone 2d6 hit points back. Wow. I'm on on two-thirds, so probably fine. Aldi is fine. (laughs) Murdo injured, but not as bad. (laughs) Uh, I think, well, then, yeah, to begin with, at least for the first, like, 30 seconds, Rex would be getting hit points back. Oh, you you deserve a hug, my friend. I prefer not to hug, but thank you. A hand? (laughs) (laughs) We can, if you wish. Yes, well, I'm interested now. And... Like, what you actually get, um, so Protagonist Jones actually casts Mage Hand, but, so it looks like you're just shaking the tentacles, but what what it feels like to you is a perfectly normal handshake. Amazing. Quite amazing. And, and who, are, who, who are you, if you don't mind me inquiring? My name is Protagonist Jones. Protagonist uh, Jones, thank you for your assistance. How much healing is that? <laughs> I think for the purposes of, of this, you probably can assume that what's that? Two two D six ten times. Yeah. Just 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 heal back. Oh I haven't felt this good in about two minutes. <laughs> Black monsters have a habit of doing that. Have you met them before? Not one like this. Can I ask who are all of you? I was gonna notice the tiny scared rat person and just sort Hello? (laughs) It's gone now. It's gone now, you're okay. You're okay. (laughs) It's okay. You're alright? Do you need help? They don't belong here. Oh, uh, your rats are very pretty. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. There's a genuine smile. No one calls the rats pretty. Um, <laughs> and they're, they're also, they're not pretty. They are feral sewer rats. Terror they are. <laughs> Just making sure we're clear on that. Um, uh, one of my rats that I'm currently, the one I was whispering to in my hand will sort of look at you and more intelligence you would expect from a rat, just give you like a little sort of Oh, that's really good, that's cute. <laughs> Hi, hello, one's... tiny rat. That one's Thomasina. Um, oh. That one's Septimus. And that one... I'll start trying to name them all to you. There <laughs> are over a hundred, so it would oh. take a long time. <laughs> there is just like, oh, As hello, you're naming hello. them all, Jake, <laughs> Jones won't get any closer to you, but we'll just call over. Where is home? Um, ne- never, never, never winter. I um, I left never winter, and um, yep. Why can you not go back? S- s- lot of reasons. Um. I will finally notice that you're an octopus in a water <laughs> sphere on top of a something. Okay. Um, pe- people want me dead. So I should probably be somewhere else. Didn't think it through. 
I feel I should let you know I am a private investigator. I was approached by some rats looking for, I believe, looking for you. I did not take a case. I'm gonna run. Wait. I would like to try and catch them by the scruff of their neck in as non-threatening a way as possible, but I don't really care about that. I just don't want them to run. Hmm. Um, Protagonist has been my friend for a whole extra 15 minutes. (laughs) Contested strength check, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, me too. I'm still (laughs) raging, so I get advantage. Um... With advantage, that would be a 25. Oh, mine's a 24. There's a strength check. No, no, I get to write acrobatics to escape ah, a grapple. That makes more sense. Well. Yeah. They're, they're slippery, but they uh, they don't quite manage to, uh, to to escape, which is good for story reasons. Don't, um, yeah, if, you, if you'd listen to them finish what he was saying, he did not take the case. I think this means they are your... Ally. I am definitely struggling, but it's like small child struggling. It's trying to get free of a hand on the scruff of the neck. Oh, sorry. And I will shrink my claws back so they're really nice manicured nails again. Can, can I put you down now? Will you not run away? It's a very scary forest and there might be more plant dragons and you're very small. We can help keep you alive. I did not like the look of them. You certainly have nothing to fear from me. Okay, I will stop struggling. Um. Okay. Um, Eldith will put you down. If there's a particular group of your rats in there, you're getting on with Hera. She'll try and put you in like a comforting rat ball. Little cuddle puddle. Little, yeah. little rat cuddle puddle. Rat cuddle puddle. Aww. Um, okay, I'll just, I, I, I will sit on the floor. There is a feeling of like, was this the one thing I didn't want to have happen? Okay. I was right to think that everyone's out to get me. It was basically the, the, the brain cycle that's going on there at the moment. Um, and they will just sit there looking really forlorn and sad. My, my lady in the, uh, in the dress. Your combat prowess was most exquisite. I thank you very much for assistance in that. You didn't have to enter the fray, but I saw you charging through the trees like an angry bear, and you smoked that thing into ruins. Amazing. The kindest things. Would you know it's actually only my second real fight? But um, I do not believe it. But I I do because you just said it. But you're uh, calling me a liar. (laughs) Oh, quite the opposite. I'm saying it's almost unbelievable because of how skilled you were, and in those heels as well. Thank you. I do like them. Uh, may I inquire as to your name? Oh, Eldith. Eldith, Eldith. Dewdrop, Lady, but Eldith will do. Lady Eldith. It's, uh, I am Father Rex, or just Rex is fine. Oh, you're a holy person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, and you, uh, Madam? Uh, uh, hi. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you, I think. You as well. I, I'm Hera. Hello. Eldith, Eldie, nice to meet you. This is Protagonist Jones. We met about 
15 minutes ago that way and yes they have an octopus for a head and I'm not quite sure why but I think it's rude to inquire and a very firm handshake <laughs> why do you not have an octopus for a head uh, a great question actually good question <laughs> I never thought of it that way um, Henry here is, a, is an expert in, in plant matter. Um, mm. Just whilst we're conversing, maybe it might... I don't know if this thing nor, is normal for forests like this. I don't venture out much, but... Well, uh, Hera, would you prod and poke that thing and just see if it's actually dead and maybe if it's going to blow up and spore us or something? Uh, um, uh, okay, everyone stand back. I'll have a prod. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'll stand very close behind you so if it's not quite dead, you aren't facing it on your own. Very kind, thank you. <laughs> Please give me a nature check with advantage. Mm. <laughs> if it's got any eyes! <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, that's an 11. 11? Yeah. <laughs> can I have... I just rolled a stealth check and I rolled a 28. Can I just be next to Hera without really, really noticing that I've turned up there and be helping? Maybe check out that bit. Like just <laughs> trying desperately to be supportive and helpful. All right, Hera, Hera already had advantage, but you wouldn't know that in, in oh, explicitly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can be helping. And um, yeah, Hera would obviously be... Uh, uh, experiencing that help, but um, it is dead, um, as dead as plant matter can be. Um, you're fairly certain that whatever was animating it is um, not going to uh, return at this point. Um, there's something very familiar about it, but you mm. can't quite put your finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> it also does not have any eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's very dead. Is it going to explode? I don't think so. <laughs> Looks a little familiar. <laughs> I'm sure. What's inside? What What did I have for lunch? Can, get right in. <laughs> can I use a flash of genius that will add plus four to that roll? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um... As you're prodding around in what, for want of a better word, we're going to call this thing's mouth, um, you are kind of... Like, Jones just steps over and goes, mm, What about that bit? Everyone just crawling around, just like, oh, do that bit. Um, yeah, as, as you're kind of um, feeling around, you um, you just get this this really familiar smell and it's not just about the smell of the the flower, the, the kind of the, the pollen that this particular, um, uh, like I said, snapdragon plant is exuding. Um, it smells like home. And I will also um, just uh, just because you know why not? Uh, because you're rooting around in its mouth, you do find as well that it does appear to have some remnants of flesh on um, several barbs, which, again, you'd probably identify as teeth in an an animal, but um, the flesh that you find, you think that whatever it was was dead before it got into the mouth area. (laughs) 
Kenny's the awesome. I like that smell. <laughs> mm. Definitely. It, it could be familiar. Uh, I think I know its name. What? Huh? Familiar? I'm missing some of my memories. <clears throat> right. And um, I'm good at plants. And uh, it's a plant. And uh, maybe I knew it. <sighs> that awkward now is dead, but. Uh, <clears throat> Can I? You have seen something like this before? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's a. Maybe it's a sign we're closer than we thought, Rex. I'm not sure. Well, we're definitely in the right direction. Mm. Closer to what? Victory. Uh, that, and uh, my home. Where I'm from. Are you, Maybe. Are you trying to go home? Yes. Okay. But with the with the memory, it's it's hard. Trying though. Sean, can I harm a, harvest some of the poisonous pollen? You may do may you let me start again. You may indeed do some of that. Probably like a, listening very intently to Hera with like a, yeah, that's great. He's slowly starting to scrape out like wherever the poison came from, like bulbs and just going. Doo, 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 doo. Hera will assist. I'll oh. get that one. That's a good one. Get that one. <laughs> so Hera's trying to get home. Marine is trying to get away. And protagonist is just out for a wonder. Rex, what direction are you going in and why? Oh, I have known Hera for quite some time. We we fought and uh, together with some interesting fellows in Neverwinter. One of them was uh, a man named Giacomo from the circus. It was quite an extraordinary tale. But uh, oh, uh, Hera here is, as she said, memories uh, issues, and I'm just here to help assist her find where she is from and recover something she's lost. <clears throat> Do you know the name of your home? Mm. Me or her? I'm not sure where you're looking. Uh, to her. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the water's distorting. It's That's a great point. Does the octopus swivel to look at whoever is incredible? Like it's its task. Like it's like, and now I look at that one, and now I look at that one. <laughs> does your does your body move as well, or just the octopus thing? Um, like it's it's a bit stiff and mechanical the way it kind of they, they turn and stuff but yeah like it's a, a reasonable facsimile of a normal person <laughs> a normal body language like so many of G's characters a reasonable facsimile, facsimile of, of a normal, normal person, person. <laughs> yeah, do I remember the, the name of the grove I believe was it? Oh, that's expecting me to remember the name of the grove. Um, so you're heading towards um, uh, Grave Mother's grove, um, which she told you was in a forest near Yatar. Um, 
which is kind of the the direction that you're you're attempting to to head through the woods in. Um, she didn't. I, to my knowledge, she didn't specifically name the grove, but you got the feeling that if you got close enough, you'd probably be able to kind of reach out and get a get a hint. Oh no! <laughs> but it's that way. I think. This uh, do you think that? Uh, I'll get a feeling. Mm, I understand. Um, where, where's everyone when going? Now? That way. Okay. Would you like to come too? I, I, um, if if it's if if it's away from Neverwinter, yes, yes, please. At the opposite away from it. I would say strength in numbers means safety, but you've got so many of your friends that right with you. But uh, we, uh, or not mostly them, because of their combat prowess. But it's togetherness is good. Don't know how many more of those will be. I'm looking at protagonist with a kind of not sure if I trust the whole I didn't take the job thing. In fact, I'm rolling insight check. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll an insight check. Gee. There's a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, feel free to roll if you like. I mean, that that was not in any way deceptive or I could uh, roll persuasion, I guess. Sure. That's that's a nine. Okay, I believe completely that you that you are not. Because I rolled a one. I'll give you a look and go. Okay. Are are you going that way too, Lady Eldith, Mister Jones? Mm, I think I will. I mean, it's not my most direct route, and I'm meant to be taking my most direct route, but um, I suppose all of you clearly need protecting, and the people eagerly waiting for my arrival will, you know, they love me enough to understand, so yes, I can make sure you don't get eaten by more plant monsters on the road. Okay. We would appreciate while she's speaking, she's looking at Rex to make sure she's saying it right. Appreciate your assistance. <clears throat> your appreciation is correct and noted. Many thanks. <sighs> but Harry, you seem to know a lot about this forest and it is my first time in it. So again, it is, you know, not entirely one-way assistance. How did you go where you were going if you're coming back through the forest is a different way. I've been in Neverwinter and the coach took the long safe way around. Right, okay. On my way there. Well, those those boots look like they were made for walking, so this seems like quite an adventure. And on that button. (laughs) um, As the five of you um, quite... uh, mismatched companions, shall we say, this, uh, this, this merry band of misfits um, head deeper into the woods. That is where we shall take our break. Now, um, 
as everybody knows, I tend to set some sort of puzzly thing. Um, I decided to, to kind of shake it up a bit. Um, this, so what I'm doing at the moment is um, I will give you nine seemingly uh, random letters, uh, which have been alphabetized to uh, disguise. There is at least one nine-letter word in there. Um, and there's also um, a variety of other length words in there as well. See how many words you can make out of it, and um, the out of our players, if you can get the nine-letter word, I will give you a D10 as a party to roll as a uh, as an inspiration. Nice. Um, if your largest longest is an eight, I'll give you a D8. If it is a seven or a six, I'll give you a D6. Sure. And going down, I'm assuming oh, that you'll get me. Your nice. letters this for session one are A, D. E, G, G, I, N, N, R. <laughs> A, D, E, G, G, I, N, N, R. I think Rebecca's got it already, haven't you? What? No. <laughs> right. um, we're going to take a break. We will see you in about five to ten minutes. And um, see you after the break. Welcome back to part two of session one of Seeds of Defiance. And uh, when we left you, uh, we set you a, a bit of a twist on the anagram theme. Um, we've got a couple of players who have got it. Uh, we rolled off during the break just to uh, to see who would have the honour of uh, giving it to you. So, gee, what word did you get? There might be multiple answers as well. Assuming I got all the letters right, I okay. think it's gardening. Gardening is correct. Hey. Um, and uh, if anyone else have any favourite words that they uh, they found in amongst them? Uh, there were some other nine ones I found. Ooh, um, deranging, <laughs> gandering, which I feel suit this party quite nicely. Mm. Nice. This is an eight-letter word in order, honour of El um, Eldith. Enraging. Mm. So angering, which are two very nice eight-letter synonyms. Nice. Uh, ginger. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ginger, um, ginger, ginger Dan. Oh, no, Ginger Dan. <laughs> oh, Ginger Dan. <laughs> ginger Dan. And Chris, don't do yourself down. You found Danger Gin, remember? And Danger Gin, yes. Yep. I'm going to call one of my rats Ginger Dan. Nice. Um, please do let us know in chat if you haven't already of course um what your uh, your words you found but as uh, previously explained the party have managed to find uh, in excess of their um required one nine letter word uh, that doesn't mean you get multiple d8s uh, d10s but you do at least get the max prize of a d10 inspiration that um you as a party may decide is this role enough um that we want to use it ideally outside of combat because you know you're all monsters anyway but if you want to use it in a combat role i don't care that's fine wherever you want oh. so without much further ado you um have all met and um seen off your first monster um you have decided um 
seeing as you're all heading more or less uh, eastward to buddy up uh, safety in numbers and all of that jazz. Um, as you're walking along, G, what is Protagonist Jones's passive investigation? 14. 14. Okay. So you've been kind of keeping track of the conversation, or not, I don't, whatever. You, you do you. I think they would be fine too, yeah. Yeah. Um, but simultaneously, just kind of keeping an eye out, because you do have a reason for being in this forest, and it wasn't necessarily for uh, just just travelling through. Mm. And you are noticing, as you're kind of picking your way through, odd signs of disturbance along the tracks, and specifically the the job that you may have taken, um, you're starting to notice things that your client has um, told you to look out for. Things such as what exactly? Like, is that the disturbances on the track, or...? So... One of the main things that, um, when you pressed your employer to give you give you a bit more detail i mean one of the big things was um plant growths that were hindering their research mm -hmm. now a big fuck off snapdragon dragon is a fairly uh obvious alarm bell and yeah. along those lines but you are noticing um other signs such as um tenacious plants kind of growing where they wouldn't naturally okay um, so like plants to look out of place yeah yeah plants plants that look like they have been um very deliberately encouraged um okay um i would single out probably a particularly large example of one of these plants uh, and point out to Hera and just go, What do you think of these? They look like they don't quite belong. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Head right in. Give me another nature check. Ooh. And you may still have advantage. Seventeen. 17 this time so much like um, protagonists you you realize that the plants that in this area are not typical ones to, to grow in this kind of um, uh, this kind of soil um, it's a very difficult area of ground to um, to grow anything yet you have some of the most delicate plants somehow managing to take a foothold here and um, thriving where realistically they should be um, uh, well struggling to, to get by um, because it's a 17 I think that's high enough that you would probably discern that this is um, due to some magical or 
supernatural of some nature um, assistance, not purely... This goes beyond gardening expertise, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, this one certainly shouldn't be growing in a swamp, I can tell you that. <laughs> Take one of the leaves, you see? See, definitely not suited to this biome. <laughs> What's what's the biome? Oh, um, if it's not as wet, it's, some places are wetter. This is wet. Uh, if it could be drier, different, that kind of thing. That one should be growing up in the mountain. But, ugh, look at it. Let's see it. <laughs> Very close in your face. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I understand what you said conceptually, <laughs> but practically, it's uh, okay. Not poisonous, though. I'm afraid. Um, I can look for you next time. Hmm? Um, you're okay. Okay. Can I roll an arcana check to see if I think the magic used to encourage this plant was the same sort, same magic as the dragon? Please do, yeah. Oh, no. That's an 11. It's early days yet. You haven't built up enough of a uh, an idea of the nature of these things just yet. So you've got a hunch but not not really enough just yet to build, to build a case. Um, Irene, yep. um, I think I'm right in saying that um, you're the only one with a passive of 17. Uh, Rex's is quite high. What's, oh yes, Rex's is ridiculously high actually. I think um, I forget. My passive that. perception is 24. A passive investigation is 11. <laughs> oh, my passive investigation's a nine, mate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my passive insight is 19 as well, which is nice and high. I, I forget that I had one one of you in each campaign in the the first two Neverwinter ones, so uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing gets by. Um, what's, what's everyone else's passive, just, just so I can be clear? If Deception. Perception. Eight. <laughs> Eleven. So... Eight, eleven, and fourteen, wasn't it? Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, so Rex and Marine, then you are the only two who, um, just out of the corner of your eye, um, as you're walking through this heavily forested area, out of the corner of your eye, just up in one of the trees, you just notice a figure um, leave a branch and kind of swing off stealthily. I, um, I rolled a stealth check, and you both beat. Can I... Can I keep track of it? Yeah. Hello! <laughs> someone, what, Rex, what are you doing? Is someone there? Uh, someone's swinging around in trees near what? us. <laughs> oh my god. Sean, I rolled a nat 20, so it's a 32 on stealth to follow. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I was, I was going to say, are you using any rage abilities, but... Um, 
Sure. You, I, how far away from your um, current party are you going to travel? Are you just going to kind of sneak off and report back or see how things go? Um, I think I will just go and see how it goes. Cool. Um, I, have, <laughs> I have gloves of... Um, swimming and climbing, so um, I'll probably like go up into the tree line to try and follow its route instead of just following a ground level. Because cool. the ground, what I have learned is the ground is bad. I'm sure the trees are bad too, but for now, Mirene understands that the ground is bad. The trees thus far have not attacked you, so. Exactly. Thus far. That's um, and with a 32, even, um, Rex does not notice you depart. Uh, Rex, you, you notice the figure leaving the trees, but you do not notice your companion um, skitter up. Stay together! <laughs> um, with with Rex showing out, um, I would look, can I roll a perception check? I'm happy for you to, uh, to actively try and seek out this, uh, this thing. Thank it's you. It's in the tree, look, right there. LD will try and see them as well. Do I get advantage if, if it's being pointed out? Right there, look! I'm pointing right Go on then. Yeah, you can have advantage. Yes. Uh, so that's a 21. Oof. Uh, eight for LD with advantage. Okay. Uh, 16! Uh, oh. Excuse um, me! Hello? The stealth check that I did roll was a 16. So um, everyone with the exception of LD is, uh, has, has spotted <laughs> cool. the, the thing. Um, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. Oh no, I can't. Uh, never mind. Just a, f- um, a question for the mechanics. When Marine disappears, <laughs> does the rat swarm stay or no. does it go with you? Yes. Okay, so all just, <laughs> it's just all gone. Just, just this mound of Much like rats in real life, they just suddenly scurry and they're all gone and you don't know if they're like underneath something you just saw. Just... Gone. Um, where are they? What do they look like? Point. Uh, what? So move. The the person in the trees. What do they look like? Oh, uh, how far away are they? Um, so they were up in the trees, but they were also a little bit of a distance away. So I would say they were a good fantasy. 100, yeah, hundred and twenty feet. Let's just say, just just kind of observing you from quite a, quite a distance. We come in peace. We might Sorry. not. What do they look like? Uh, <laughs> so um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm so sorry. All I saw was movement and in a tree. That's uh, unless it's the wind, which I'm very good at knowing the difference. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Remind me mm-hmm. on the when a, a ranged weapon has a range of thirty slash 120 feet. What does that mean? Disadvantage on the shot. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Within the 30 feet, it's normal. Outside of that, it is um, at disadvantage. Beyond that, the, the weapon just can't reach. Yeah. So. I am going to... Wait, don't shoot it. It could be friendly. Not everything in this forest is out to hurt us. I mean, look, it does. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Don't, calm, it, calm down, Mr. Jones. But keep it ready just in case it blows up on me again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, 
for those of you who are curious as to what this thing looked like, um, at that distance, it was difficult to tell. Um, it looked humanoid, but it also looked heavily obscured, um, a, a big cloak. Um, the one thing I will give you because of your ridiculous um, uh, passive scores, um, it looks it looked small. Even even at this distance, it looked like it would be quite a small humanoid. Um, so nowhere near Eldian's protagonist's heights. Um, that is what I will give you for now. Do you have any friends in the forest? Anyone you've travelled with and lost? Who are good at climbing trees and are about my size? Maybe slightly shorter. Sean, do they sound at all similar to the people Eldith met? The people that Eldith met previously? Mm -hmm. um, they do not. Okay. <laughs> at this, she noticeably uncoils. No, no, I've been here on my own the whole time. Um, strange, small mm. tree person. You know anyone in the trees? Well, Inside to check that. <laughs> Please roll me deception or persuasion, whichever of the two is most appropriate, and insight uh, on that. No idea what you mean. I rolled a nat one with a minus one. That's <laughs> for a zero. You oh, get a zero. Brilliant. Hold on, I've been travelling by myself. Oh, la, la, la. I mean, it does support the roleplay, to be fair. I rolled 14. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you um, get everything. What would you like to know? <laughs> yeah, go on. Uh, give, give us, give us three questions. What, what are you looking for? Um, I mean, are you lying? <laughs> well, I feel like <laughs> no. I think, well, I think I'm just gonna stick with. You are a terrible liar. <laughs> I'm still looking, like, still trying to follow the person. There's no, like, judgment in the fact that you've lied to us. It's just that you're, you're bad at this. Great. Would protagonist, I mean, in the interest of fairness, I rolled on that one. Uh, there is information I feel it is fair that you could glean. Are there questions, like, is there um, information you want that you will know, even if you don't mention it? Okay, so you clearly be you have been traveling with somebody. Maybe. Um, <laughs> like, why are you not traveling with them now? Insofar as like, are you, is it your choice to not be traveling with them? You are you get, scared of them? You would get. I uh, am sad that they are not here anymore, and it was a bad thing. Okay. But yes, there definitely was a person. I got you, mentioned, you mentioned family. <laughs> you mentioned family before. Would it be fair to assume that it's family that you were travelling with? Or? Family related. Family linked. Familiar. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks, dice. <laughs> and as uh, Rex <laughs> finally notices the uh, the absence of your your fifth colleague, Mirin. Um, mm. Uh, you have six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You have scaled this uh, the, the closest tree in an mm -hmm. attempt to um, to kind of follow this person. Please give me um, a dexterity check. Uh, I will I will allow acrobatics. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you're not 
very used to, to trees and such, um, much more kind of sewers, uh, sewer based and, you know, buildings and attics if you have to. Yep. But um, the basics of, you know, climbing trees do not elude you and you manage to kind of swing your way um, Just definitely to the top. Bendy house. Yeah. Um, these are quite tall trees as well. I mean, this is a very old forest and um, the trees here are... Um, behemoths in their own right um so you kind of scale this this great distance and um peer out to where this uh that you, you had seen this figure you do see that they have moved away mm-hmm. um and they do seem to be um uh heading kind of more or less in the direction you were traveling mm-hmm. um slightly slightly further south than you, you you were kind of hitting east southeast ish sure. uh they're a little bit more south to where you were you were heading but more or less in the direction you were going um will you pursue how far ahead of me are they so i move i can move 40 feet around mm-hmm. uh if i if i remain stealthy and dash i can still move 40 feet around um are they slower than me? Will I catch up to them? Will I get a better look at them? What's going on? They appear to be keeping pace. I see. So they're, they're no faster than you, but right. they are at least as fast as you are. Do I get a better look at them now that I'm up at this height and can see them better? Uh, please make me an active perception roll. Sure. It's another nat 20, 27. Okay. So you can see from this distance, the um, the cloaks that this um, person is wearing are in hues of um, uh, kind of green and brown, um, presumably to help them camouflage themselves better in this uh, this environment. Um, but as they run, it's kind of a mixture of um their movements um the silhouettes that they're casting as um as they flee you catch a glimpse of a tail mm-hmm. kind of it's not a furry tail but it's not exactly there is it like my tail it is very like your town. Fuck. Is it the same sort of height as me? It is a very similar height to your height. speed myself up that much to be able to catch up to them, which means they'll just stay ahead. They're going a similar direction to where we're going. Are there any animals nearby? Um, 
It is a living forest. There are certainly going to be birds in the trees, squirrels and the like. Any of them that can move 40 feet a turn, God. You're probably looking at mostly small mammals. Yeah, none of them be fast enough, none of them be fast enough would they? I think that flying, I'm not sure about the flying speed of like a small bird off the top of my head. Most of probably. The, most of the D&D flying speeds and other speeds are, um, but it doesn't have to stealth. It can go at full speed because it's just a bird. I'm being chased by a robin. That's not, no one said no one ever. Um, no, no. Muin has an intelligence of nine. Um, how far away from me are they right now? So that they would keep pace at 120 feet, or have I, by climbing the tree, reduced that distance to, say, 90 feet? It seems like they were also... So they, they don't... Does it count as movement or climbing? Um, my climb speed it, is my movement speed because of yeah. um, the gloves. Um, they also appear to be quite adept at climbing, so it's not impeding them. Okay. Um, so you haven't lost any ground by climbing, but they are still keeping that kind of 120 feet. Shit. Hunter's Mark has a range of 90. Okay, fine. Um... I'm going to climb back down. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to climb back down and I will reappear amongst the others and drop any kind of stealth I still have. Um, Probably oh! just in time for Rex to have gone, oh, where's Root? There. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved like slightly to the left. <laughs> um. Did you find out anything? Yep. Um, and this is Murine's expression as well. Um, I think it's them. I think they're after me. I saw a tail, like my tail. What precisely did you do that means they're after you? Um, I did some work for a gang of were-rats. I, I'm not a were-rat. I'm just a... Dead rats. Yeah. I, 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 I'm just a, a rat person. Do you require um, protection from them? Yeah, yes, but... Um, <laughs> I think I'm... They're going the same way that we're going. Going that way. Yes, but what did you do? You see, we do sort of need to decide if we're protecting you or handing you over. You know, if you burnt a village of innocent people down, maybe we don't want to protect you. It's useful information, you understand. Context. I think that's the first thing you thought of there, Elvis, but... uh... (laughs) It's... uh, The the lady does have a point. They're... They're killers and and thieves, and I did some thieving with them, and and then they wanted me to kill people, and I said no. Could I insight check? Just I, I think it'd be very hard to read, Marine, but I'm just to kind of get um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to get a read on how truthful they're being. Persuasion or deception, whichever is appropriate, and uh, insight from Rex. 
Can I use my passive or do you want me to roll uh, actively? Mm, I will I will allow a passive roll in this instance because... 14. Nin- 19. Were telling the truth? Yeah. I I figure I think it would be very hard to read Marine, especially for Rex, because I'm used to dealing with humanoid, like human expression and stuff. And yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't make. I didn't take anything or do anything. I just said I didn't want to do it, and then they said you you don't get to leave. Well, then that sounds like we're protecting you, doesn't it? I don't want anyone to get hurt because of me. That's why Lady Elbeth is here. <laughs> I was going to say, that's very sweet, my dear, but have you seen us? Um. <laughs> They're really dangerous, and, and if they bite people, they become like them, and... and... Oh, I have a cure for that, don't worry. <laughs> what did you say, G? <laughs> I cannot become like them. This is okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I already, you know, a little bit more can't hurt. What? Okay. You all saw the claws. Oh, yeah, I just thought you were really angry. I mean, I was. I didn't get my own way. And apparently that means I grow claws or sometimes teeth. Uh, one time a tail, that was concerning. Um, Are you okay? Are you okay you, now? Do you not normally have a tail? Oh, right. Green forgot that most people usually don't have tails. Um, but no, we will take care of you, pointedly not listening to Rex's question, not hearing <laughs> Rex's question. Um are you okay to keep going in this direction? It's sort of the direction I meant to be going in, and it might be Hera's home, but... Can we... Can we go a bit more quietly? Yes. Look at my heavy armor. Yeah, yes! <laughs> um, my, 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 my rats can help us all go a bit more quietly. If, if, if everyone's okay with that, I don't want to... That sounds like fun. And you could always come in sort of the middle of us, and so if anyone tried to jump out of the trees, they'd have to go through us. Um, I have very fast reflexes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he tries. <laughs> he tries. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Mr. Jones. Is Mr. Jones okay? Yes. If you like. Okay. Um, I just can't remember your first name. I'm sorry. Um, what? What did they say to you when they tried to get you to get me? Mm, they just described you and said that they were looking for you. They did not even give me your name. Did they say whether they wanted me to be alive? when you got me and brought me back. No, they did not. That is not the kind of work I do. I mostly just find information, sometimes solve problems. I am not a bounty hunter. Okay. I will cast Pass Without a Trace on all of us. The rats will just sort of fan out around all of you and they 
seem to absorb sound a little bit and becomes a little bit muted. muted. Perfect. Would everybody please roll me your stealth checks? And add ten. The ten. Marine, there there is... so uh, My reflexes aren't as good as I did say they were. I do (laughs) apologise. But just in case, if you are the prime target, there is something I can do to help you if you would be uh, willing. It'll only work whilst you're within, uh, say, roughly 60 feet of me, though. Okay. You do need to be receptive to my magic. Is that okay? Okay. Oh, wonderful. I just, um, I just like put my, bring my hand very close to Marine's face, and then I slowly withdraw it away. And there's just a tiny little skeletal hand on your forehead, and then one appears on my forehead too. And I'll cast Warding Bond on you, which gives you resistance to all damage whilst you're within sixty feet of me. And I take the half that you don't take, and it also gives you a plus one to your AC and saving throws. Shit! Thank you. No, my stealth. <laughs> mm. Yes, please, everybody, let me know what your stealth rolls. 30 20 with yeah. advantage. 32. 34. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dirty 20. So, where's the pass for the trace? 30. Nice. 30. Same for me. Very nice. 22. <laughs> okay. um, I, I mean, am big, okay? <laughs> No one was judging. That <laughs> was a snigger. The lowest scores there were, were still in the 20s. So, you know, you're pretty freaking quiet. Um, this forest, as kind of previously said, um, there was a, a eerie quietness to it. Um, there's the odd noise of scurrying creatures around you. But for the most part, the forest is quiet. And so are you. You are not making any undue noises as you um, traverse um, slightly slower pace than you had been traveling, but um, still decidedly making your way through the forest. As you walk in this direction, after a little while, you come to a part of the forest where um, there's a clearing. It's not... um, it looks like the clearing kind of disappears around corners. If, if imagine almost a um, a circle where the trees just just aren't. Um, you can't tell if this is a sort of elliptical shape, just just slightly curved, um, or if this is indeed just like a, a whole kind of ring around an area. But um, you can see um, because of this clearing, you can see. Off in the distance, um, a large monolith-like structure. Um, It appears to be um, manufactured. Um, That's all you can really get from this distance. Before we deign to approach, this is in our path. There is something I can do to assist in, in gathering more intel from here. But we, before we enact that, we could go round. Although that going through the swamp may cause problems. 
sorry, I, I may have not been clear. This uh, the, the the structure that you can see, it's not directly in your puff. Uh, it, oh. It's kind of off to one of the sides. Um, yeah, so you haven't literally just approached this thing. Um, it's just an object of note. You could, it's it's not far off if you wanted to kind of veer that way to investigate it more, but. Uh, we don't need to get closer to investigate. We, I can do it from here with Hera's help. Hera, is it jogging any memories? Mm. Does it jog any memories? Give me a history roll. Okie dokie. And then I have an ability that assists. Hold on a moment. I have to find it amongst the text. <laughs> is this where we find out that you're a reborn dwarf and you uh, have <laughs> advantage with stonework? Obviously. Um, uh, uh, reading! <laughs> no one told me this game would have so much reading! Math! Ugh, and math. <laughs> while, and while this is happening, can I be applying one of my contact poisons to um, part of my glove, mm -hmm. a finger that I don't normally use, like, say, the fourth finger. Mm -hmm. So um, if necessary, I have a contact poison I can use. Yep, that's fine. Um, do you know what poison it is? I was going to say, if, if they do anything in particular that you want to let me know now, that's fine. Uh, it's uh, if, I, if I touch someone with it, there is a con save. Okay. And then something cool happens if they fail the con save. Ooh. <laughs> I can tell you what that is if you like, Sean. I don't want to make it sound like I'm being too, you mm. know. No, no, I'm. You, you can keep your secrets. Cool. Um, awesome. Uh, what was the history roll? And did you find that you had some sort of modifier? I do. I have knowledge from a past life, yep. so I can roll a, a d6 immediately after. I'm, oh, I'm going to need it. <laughs> uh, oh, so that's a nine plus six. Ha ha. Okay, that's so handy. 15. With a 15, you. You kind of study the the object in front of you and it's it's not familiar it doesn't feel like it belongs in the same um if if you were to kind of imagine the space where um the plants that you recognize would exist um this doesn't feel like it fits this is this is not a thing that um on the face of it, um, jogs any memories for you. Um, hmm. So I think Jones will like reach into the his breast pocket and pull out like a little flip book notebook thing with a pencil, um, and just flick through a, th a few pages. And Sean, I'm assuming that when I was hired to by the person. Uh, that's investigating these big monolith things, they would have given me some bit of information about them? I will say that had you been asked to roll this history check, yeah, there might have been a bit more uh, more information. Uh, this does match some descriptions that you've been given of the research that um, your patron is. Patron not in the warlock sense, uh, patron in the... Sure. 
payment mm. sure mm. <laughs> monetarily financier these aren't words it's a client yes kind of patron kind of patron just saying mm-hmm. <laughs> if you uh, if you don't mind waiting about uh, five to ten minutes I can do a quick uh, with some assistance from from you lovely people we could do a, a, a far away examination of this uh, of this area and also the surrounding area might just give us a bit more information I could go take a look around no no we, we can stay here um we can do it from here. I would just need Harris, um, maybe Mr. Jones, your help. If you seem to have some uh, arcane arts about you. I know a thing or two. Uh, uh, Hera, this one would mostly rely on you and your connection with plants and things. Would you mind being the conduit for me? Of course. So if you uh, just uh, sit right here. <laughs> okay, cross your legs, close your eyes, put your hands over your chest and just just uh, open your minds and and I'll go over to protagonist Jones and in your sketchbook if you will uh, can I borrow that there you go uh, uh, is, it, is it slimy at all I don't know. <laughs> uh, and I'll just um, I'll just draw a, a rough image of the kind of magical um, like runic circle that I want help with and then I'll show you and if you would assist me in drawing this circle around Hera it's like mm-hmm. a, a concentric magic circle and this is a little um obviously would require dm discretion because this is a spell that i'm supposed to cast but if possible i want to cast it thematically speaking hair is connected to nature more than i am mm-hmm. so i'm going to be casting the commune with nature spell but i want to cast it on hera and then for hera to gain the, the benefits of that just to kind of thematically tie in with hera yeah. would you allow that yeah yeah I, th- I think that's a nice little community moment so yeah no i'm let's let's go with this Okay, so um, so Hera, as you're as you're sitting there, and the magical circle is completed, and protagonist Jones and I finish drawing the circle in the mud and sludge around you, um, you briefly become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding territory around us, which is in a radius of three miles. So hopefully, you should cover this thing. Um, you instantly gain the knowledge of up to three facts of your choice. You can learn if there's any prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or people, any powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead, um, influence from any planes of existence, any major buildings, or any large terrains and bodies of water. And you can choose three of those. I, I don't know if I can send that to you somewhere. Cause that's mm. Can I post it in the chat, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do that. It's human nature, isn't it? Yeah, human nature, yeah. Yeah. And that would be, and so you're going to use this spell. I'm just casting it with my magic. Mm-hmm. And thematically, some of protagonist Jones's assisting. I, I will say, so that we're not literally, you know, putting this all on Scarlet, you, you can kind of maybe give the, the, the deciding vote, definitely. But um, if, if you wanted to kind of discuss this as a group, because for the most part, you know, you're working together to to cast this, so I'm happy for there to be a bit of discussion over what you want to know. So, Hera, what do you sense? Can you sense anything? Anything powerful emanating from this structure? Anything lying in wait, ready to snap us up if we were to approach? What do your uh, Hera eyes see? <laughs> Undead eyes. What do I see? <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to uh, you need to ask some of the questions. What what uh, what? It was three, three of these. Yeah, I put three. 
out of these okay. options. Do so you want to know if there are any beings around? If there's any powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead in the area. Undead? Mm hmm. Sorry, you. Sorry. <clears throat> sorry if this is coming. No, no, no. Um, you do get some pings about um, undead creatures. So. There's a couple that appear to be. Um, that feel more dangerous than others. But you do notice that in a couple of places there are some large clusters of. Um, you can't tell what, but numerous um, smaller or less powerful undead creatures. Undead. Some worse than others. Others together. It's one fact. What else would you like to know? Anyone Someone else? So anyone else want to pick something? Um, yeah. <laughs> About the the monolith then? Because you said any are there any buildings around, but since we know it's there, do we get more information or is it just like, yep, there it is? <laughs> <laughs> Bing. <That's wrong. laughs> Can you tell where that came from? Point archives. Motioning towards the giant monolith thing. Mm. So you can't tell um, where this thing came from specifically, but you kind of reach out and um, it's within 300 feet. Um, you can feel that there's this one that's close to you and then another one a little bit further away. Um, the spell goes for three miles. It's only three hundred feet. It's only three hundred feet if it's underground. Um, sorry, yeah, I'm okay. Right, well, three miles then. I will give you an expanded view. This is where I could do with a little bit more knowledge of um, <laughs> distances. Um, you can feel that there are a number of these um, constructions um, in three miles. You probably get a feeling of four of them, and they appear to be arranged in um, what seems to be an arc. More of the structures. Interesting pattern. About four. What kind of pattern? Arc. We have one question left. Could, could the arc be part of a circle, do you think? Uh, come feel further. If so, it's very big. <laughs> I just rolled the check. Um, LD, I don't know if you'd notice, but you might catch me staring at you briefly and then looking away. Like, it's got a look of like, like, like you're just thinking about something and suddenly you see someone just looking at you and go, look away. 
Yeah, I rolled 17 on the dice, a plus something. I think I notice. Yeah, I rolled. Oh, mi- minus two, but still, I noticed. It was under your passive, so you noticed. <laughs> I will ask you about that when Hera is finished. I mean, it'll probably be simultaneously. But... I'm now staring at the floor. <laughs> is there anything that Hera would pick up from communing with nature like that? Because it's not something that I would have done with you before. Are you friendly? Can I zero in on that? Like, friendly to me? So, um... Prevalent friendly plants. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to home in on, um... Friendliness. You feel that... Just a little bit away from you. Um... Kind of on the inside, um... Of the of the arc, as it were, um, you feel the presence of maybe just shy of two dozen um, friendly feeling creatures. Um, you, um, they they all feel like they're kind of in one area as well. Um, and I will also um, just add that you feel a number of kind of plant presences as well um including um one that again just feels quite familiar um a, a just just kind of on the edge a bit further away from where you are uh the garden not too far there is smiling <laughs> you've got a hole oh. in the side of your face don't you yeah. <laughs> and the magic is done as that circle unwinds itself and disappears. Perhaps that should be our next start plan. We save for many uh, more onlookers. Okay. Well, uh, I would. I would, I would very much like to investigate the the undeath within those monoliths, but it's not part of my current task or particularly urgent. So, I'm I'm happy to continue. So how, how how tall are these monoliths? Sorry, G. So the trees, um, as kind of Ethel mentioned, they're they're kind of very large, very old trees. Some of them kind of in excess of hundred feet. And, and taller. Um, these monoliths are not quite tall enough to poke out over the top, but because you are in this sort of cleared area, um, you do you are able to see it. It's probably in the region of ninety to one hundred feet. And they don't look man-made. No, no, they do. They they, they do. are manufactured. What kind of style? This is out of character. I'm just intrigued. Hmm. I'm not sure how to say it without being obvious. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a style that Murine doesn't recognise. Yeah. Um, uh, protagonist only kind of recognises because they had the help of the sort of diagram. Mm. Um, I don't. I'm not sure that um, anyone else really would. Um, not really the sort of style that you'd see around Neverwinter. Okay. Um, so yeah, just to Rex, um, protagonist will say, if you are interested in studying these, my employer 
does that, you, I can introduce you to him after well, we are uh, done here. Yeah, very much. Very, 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 yes, quite. I'd like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Whilst they're all pontificating, Eldith will Ooh, good word. <laughs> um, saunter over to Murin. Can I help you with something? No. Do I have something on my face? No. I can bend down so you can see it more clearly. I wanted to know if you wanted to know something, because they're, they're doing all the clever magic oh. stuff and... Um... Um, that's very kind of you. Um, clever magic stuff isn't really my ballpark. No. I can do this, and I will just, um... Punch the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Correct! That is exactly well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much better than what I was going to say. No, no, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will just reach out. Does Murin have whiskers? Yeah. I will just make a little harmless shower of sparks come out of their whiskers. And be like, <laughs> I can do that. That's harmless and it just basically helps me keep my nails looking good. Really, um, for the rest of the time. Check to see my whiskers aren't on fire. They're not on fire. I wouldn't have set your whiskers on fire. Got to go cross without... eyed and look at my own whiskers. Elvis <laughs> <laughs> pulls out the hand mirror that she, of course, carries in her purse at all times and will show you that your whiskers are not on fire. Um. <laughs> Oh, Marine very rarely sees themselves. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) See? You're not on fire. I wouldn't just... Well, yes, I can't. And if I was going to, I would use kindling. And also, I'd probably just punch it. No. Is is that the one that lets you um, clean things? Yes. Um... Would you like me to? I'm not saying I'm not saying you need it, but just from your question, would you like me to? Uh, I'm gonna. I wear a sort of. Um, it's a hood. It goes over, but it's got a little sort of cap on the front of it as well, like like a sort of travel, like like a um, traveling cagoule. I will basically yeah. take it off, and my ears just like pop out the top because they've been folded in this entire time. And yeah, I'm filthy, utterly filthy. Okay. Well, I mean, if you'd like, then we can just do a little and LD whilst all of this magic nonsense is going on. We'll just repeatedly cast prestigitation until Maureen is clean and smells of sandalwood and their fur gets a little bit of a windy blow dry and for as long as they are looking like they're enjoying it and not finding it overwhelming, LD will just give them a bit of a prestidigitation pampering session. <laughs> There's a little bit of like creeped out, creeped out nose. And then it's very much a I've never been pampered before kind of feeling, so yes. Darling, a weekly massage session is an important just person's right. It's a fundamental of civilization. I've never had a massage session. They look very busy. Would you like me to show you the bait? It will involve me touching you, I promise no claws. Okay. Okay, 
Um, I assume that given her background and her considerable strength mod, Eldith does a good math. <laughs> oh, there's there's years. I mean, I'm only three years old, but there's years of tension. <laughs> I love right. to I love to think all the um, all the rats are lining up for their turn as well. <laughs> <laughs> also, they're looking a bit confused. Like, mm, why would you bother with that? <laughs> I think what I will do in that case, seeing a whole bunch of BD inquisitive eyes, is explain to Murine what I'm doing and suggest that they can do the same with like their thumb very gently <laughs> on each rep. Anyway, we do absolutely nothing to forward the plot. <laughs> I mean, Marine did have a thing that they noticed that they were going to share, which I don't believe they did. Started <laughs> the conversation gone. with Chris does not remember. <laughs> it went with the dirt and the and the knots. What? <laughs> what did I notice? Well, you, you said um, while they're doing their magic stuff, did you want to? Did did you want to know a thing that you knew? And then... All right, no, no, I know nothing. <laughs> a, I have an intelligence of nine, and B, I've never left Neverwinter. Like this is all the fact that there's grass on the floor is weird. Like I know nothing. <laughs> I just love the image of like uh, protagonist Hera and. Um, Rex all doing this magic circle thing. They finish it, turn around, and there's just a bunch of rats and Eldith and Marine massaging each other. At the, at the point he turned around, it's all just in a circle. Yeah. Like a bunch of drama students. Uh, at the point you turn around, Eldith's probably got out a selection of nail varnish and is getting Marine to pick the colour. Oh, Marine is just there going, I'm very excited about nail varnish. Okay. Uh, well, those of you who are doing um, mystical what? arts, <laughs> um, you, you may share what you have found with the uh, the two of you who were doing um, self-care. Not plot. Self-care. It's important. It's still important. It's side quest. <laughs> side so, quests are important, people. <laughs> massaging your rat friends into... That's <laughs> very euphemistic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, Hera, um, what did you find then? Uh, in conclusion, is the magic okay? Did it leave any? Uh, was it painful at all? Oh, it's actually quite soothing to be. Can we do that again? Yes, yes, we can. Yes. Yeah. Um, this or strange? Home might be that way. Undead everywhere. Okay, and we're surrounded by things that want to eat us. Yes. But we, we should still be being stealthy for a while. When you say undead everywhere and surrounded by things that want to eat us, do you mean in the way that, you know, mosquitoes want to eat us but are a minor inconvenience? <sighs> and undead everywhere sort of philosophically in the world or should we be doing more of the running and screaming uh, no need to scream um but there's a few that could be very dangerous some not so much some are just just tootling around like one over there definitely tootling <laughs> but some fine it's it's obvious that Hera's dead right Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not all bad. Not all bad. I mean, they're not all bad. Uh. 
Okay. Should we move, maybe? Uh, which direction, though? Harithor home is over there, so over there. Uh, and protagonist. For safety. I think that is a good idea. Hmm. Marine, are you are you are you okay with accompanying us still? Yes. And we're going that way is okay for you too. Yep. I'm going to go over to Hera and with a slightly buoyed confidence because of pampering and looking after, <laughs> it's going to just take Hera's hand and go. Where are we going? Oh. <laughs> 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 this way. She's smiling and very awkward. Okay, not frightened of me. That's nice. Come on. Okay. Um, so you're heading. Go on, Sean. Towards... Ruin it. Ruin the bucolic. Ruin the bucolic loveliness we've established. Ruin it all. <laughs> no, would I do that? Yes. There is no precedent. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, as you're moving towards the friendly feeling creatures. Um. So. You. Move. Um. Uh towards this um this this feeling that you had and um within probably probably only a mile um bearing in mind i've got no sense of distances but uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna say a mile and die on that hill <laughs> i don't know how big that hill is probably about as long as we don't <laughs> um it's all flat it's fine um you suddenly notice that um the trees so you, you've, you've kind of left the, tr the the clearing gone back into a more um heavily wooded area and you notice that um some of the trees have little doors and windows carved out of them um they appear to be mostly open face so they're not um don't so much have uh, a door as such, but there's a, there's a large portal that appears to be door shaped and windows. Um, they're kind of carved into some of the larger trees, so um, they've avoided more or less getting too far into the core of the tree. So it's just kind of um, you might get what appears to be several dwellings, so two, three, four around the trunk of a single tree. Um, but you do notice that there's just this little village of carved out dwellings are we you don't see anyone stealthy? around are we remaining quiet you are remaining quiet you're remaining stealthy um that was a question robert question that's fine oh i see yeah are we remaining quiet or shall we announce ourselves a little louder they're definitely friendly right i look at hera <laughs> Well, yeah. I didn't think I'd be that small. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I would have fit in one of those. Um, I look around, can have a look around for any uh, teeny tiny people. Okay. Um, please give me a perception roll or investigation, depending. I, if you're kind of peering into buildings and such, then you can, um, buildings, you can... Um, 
roll your investigation or perception just to kind of have a generic look around. If we don't want to get too close, I could send... Um, I'll look down at some of the rats. Probably not Septimus. Um, Thomasina, maybe? Or Ginger Dan? They can have a look for us if we need. How big are the, like, houses or carvings in the trees? Um, marine size or smaller? Give me an insight roll. Ooh. I, mean, I can squish my body down to be very small because I'm a rat. So can protagonist Jones, because he's an octopus. And get through a keyhole. <laughs> You can get your head through a key. Head and uh, arms. So those of you who rolled for um insight on these these dwellings, please, what were your rolls? Twenty-two. Uh, I said natural twenty for twenty-nine. Okay. I think both of you would recognize that the portals are generally around three to four foot high. So that's not surprise me. Not particularly comfortable for most humanoids, but uh, a small one would probably find that more than ample. Uh, those of you who were rolling to investigate for presences. 17. 17. Anyone else? I was going to send a rap, but no need. You do get a sense for a number of um, hushed voices um, appear to be kind of hiding away, um, not in the dwellings, um, <laughs> but slightly kind of further out, as if they've kind of just vacated. Um, and I will say, especially those of you with passives of ridiculous, um, actually anything over a 13, so including Hera's perception, uh, you are aware that there is that kind of presence in the trees again. Just kind of watching. Uh, we may have just accidentally uh, stepped in the right in them and they're down, so maybe uh, say hello. One of the... Um... One of the people like me is above us looking down as well. Hello, okay. I'm Father Rex. No, no, no. <laughs> wow, it's the first time Marines for Comfort left to show a bit of like, no. <laughs> Did you actually do that, Johnny? Rex is very no, no. friends first and yep. later. So, and he was standing in their town. Why, why wouldn't he introduce himself? I, yeah. thought, I, thought was, I thought it was the people in the trees again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Slowly, you start to see emerging from around the back of um, some of these um, tree dwellings. Um groups of huddled humanoids, rat folk, who, some of them in family groups, some smaller ones with um, some adult looking ones, 
um, one that looks a bit older than the rest, um, walking with a, a, a staff, um, who approaches and is, Hello? Who, who are you? Oh, I'm, I'm Father Rex. And these are my friends. We we come bearing no ill will. All right. Well, I mean, you, you did approach us quite sneaky-like. Oh, we almost got eaten by a large plant before, so we're a little bit on the safe side. Right, right. Um, we are trying to hide our presence from others, not from you. Well, it seemed very wise. Um, he kind of peers around and sees Mireen. As Mireen has shrunk back, like if still holding Hera's hand, like close in and behind. Because from Mireen's perspective, they are a strange magical anomaly. They didn't realize there were other people like them. Well, squeeze hand, just supporting. <laughs> um, are are you right? I, I, I'm sorry, I haven't introduced myself. I'm Ochre. Um, Father Rex, we we know. Hello, hello, everyone. My name is Protagonist Jones. Era. Hello. I'm Eldith, and uh, this is Maureen. Giving them a, just a little encouraging push. Heels like, dig in. Like, no, 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 no. It's up to you if you want to force it. It's just, I don't know what's going on. Like... We'll give it an insistent little push, and when that's not working, just leave a hand like on the shoulder. Is so, like we're here. We won't let anyone eat you. <laughs> right. Well, um, well, let me let me introduce you to everyone. Um, uh, and they they kind of turn around and start kind of pointing out uh, rats. There's uh, kind of one um, hanging quite close behind them that they introduce as crimson. Um, there's another one that you understand. Jones will take out. Notebook and yeah. will be uh, noting, down. noting um, down all of these. Uh, crimson, snowy, um, there's that's fairy. Uh, there's there's oh, there's brownie, there's red and matte. That's uh, they're, they're brownies, kids. And then there's um, oh, deer and fawn. And like, oh, I can't see velvet, but velvet's their, their sibling. And then um, oh, shaggy and puffball and meadow and uh, stump. Uh, honey, orange peel, uh, woody and fieldy, and um, and chestnut. <laughs> is that is that everyone? Um, and the um, the one kind of hanging near the, uh, the the village elder, as you you kind of gather that they uh, that he is. Um, she kind of leans forward. Uh, you know, I I think that slippery Jack is around somewhere. Um, probably skulking. And you just hear this voice. I'm not skulking. <laughs> I'm scouting. <laughs> Mr. Slippery Jack, sir, were you the one who we saw in the trees earlier? No. <laughs> I don't need a passive inside of 19 to know you're lying. <laughs> oh, come on, Slippery Jack, come down. Um, and eventually this, this figure emerges that's... Um, you you had you had seen yeah. and uh, the kind of um 
image resolves of this kind of green um, hood and um, uh, you can see that they are a um, another rat folk um, they have a dark brown um, fur uh, and has an eye patch over their right eye oh that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the the um, I didn't really describe the the elder uh, they they look to have originally been maybe uh, white but uh, their fur has kind of browned and yellowed with age um, they have a shorter muzzle than most of the other rats um, uh, and walks with a stick that is tall, taller than he is uh, Mirin, like myself, is entirely dumbfounded. Um, doesn't really know what to say or do. We'll just listen to all of this and and it's not really sure what to do at all. Mr. Oker, sir. Oh, yeah. In our tra traverses of the forest, this is probably the safest place we've seen. Would you be adverse to us taking a quick breather in your little wonderful village town uh, thing? Please, please, no, do, do come and, and stay and, and, and rest up. You, you must have been travelling for miles. Several. <laughs> no, please, partake of our hospitality. That's uh, absolutely fine with us. Um... Uh, Tell, tell you what, we'll, we'll be able to move, move around. Some of us don't mind sharing for a bit, and you can you can have some dwellings of, of your own for... Uh, are you staying for a night? Uh -oh. What time of day is it at this point? I don't think any of you would have been s silly enough to, to travel too late at night. Um, so you'd probably with the exception of Maureen who's been in the woods for a little while um, running circles for it <laughs> um, you've, prob you've probably taken a couple of rest stops but um, it's getting on I'd say to sort of afternoonish. You'd, you'd be wanting probably to find somewhere safe to camp anyway that's my thought Aldith um, I mean, I would hate to intrude on their hospitality, but... Did you not say you had somewhere to be? Yes, yes, I am urgently awaited at home. Um. I'm going to inside check that. <laughs> can, I, can I help him? <laughs> um, how how would you help someone else in an insight roll without uh, yeah just lean into the shot <laughs> I'm just I just kind of lean over and just oh, I don't quite know if she's telling the truth there it, I or, can hear you yeah I know I'm aware <laughs> I would just walk up move move from Hera over to Eldith and um, if it's okay try and probably go for your hand as well and go please don't go anywhere I don't know what's going on I'll stick with you Mirun for now until you're safe Thank you. There's a lot of people like you. This seems to be a surprise. I didn't know. Okay. Are we feeling happy, overwhelmed, or sad, overwhelmed, or just overwhelmed? No. Rune will start crying. They genuinely have okay. no idea what to do with this situation. If they're cool with it, LD will kneel and give them a proper, like... This is okay, hug. Mm, I think all of the like massaging and like um, looking after stuff earlier does mean that you will get a hug back, but also it's probably one of the first hugs they've ever had as well. So it's all a bit much oh, for them right now. <laughs> yes, I am intentionally changing the subject. 
Keep going. <laughs> Jones has noticed that and is going to leave it for now. Please, do do come in and we we've got we've got vegetables. Do you, do you, do you eat? Are you hungry? Yes, yeah, so I'd make a mean rat. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, thank you, but I do not eat. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Just the octopus? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yes. I mean, I, I could partake in some some edibles, some food. <laughs> no, we're doing Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. my other characters are good. But I don't think I don't think all of us will fit into your dining room. Oh no, no. We 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 eat as a family. We we eat outside. So um, follow follow me, and they they kind of lead you again. It's it's. The, the trees are quite well spaced out, uh, but what they've done is they've um, kind of planted, like with with um, deep stakes into the ground, um, a long wooden table. And to be fair, the table is placed at kind of marine height, but it does have um, little blocks of wood that they use as, as chairs that you could kind of move out of the way and sort of maybe kneel at the table if you wanted to, to have dinner. Alice will take out a embroidered monogrammed handkerchief and just spread it out where she's about to kneel on the ground. So, um, so, 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 Sh- Shaggy is our our chef. So, um, we'll um, and and Shaggy is this uh, this light beige, um, but very kind of long furred um, rat folk. Uh, it kind of hangs in in distinct tufts, uh, like a sort of frilly dress or um, one of those fancy lampshades um uh, they, they they wear a very floppy kind of chef's hat and overalls and they appear to be just kind of um looking over a, a sort of area to the side that's been um uh, put aside for them to to cook in and th- there's a smaller rat folk that's just kind of helping them out that you understand to be one of shaggy's children a full or meadow uh stump stump yeah um. stump Stump is caramel brown with uh, short spiky fur. Was it spiky? It's kind of. No, Stump, we eat garbage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one, actually, get one reference in at least. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, Marina will just sit, sit down, still pretty overwhelmed. They'll, they'll take. No, they probably left the house. They'll have left the house. Hera will sit next to Marine just to give a little moral support. <laughs> uh, slippery Jack, with your um, expert scouting skills, just a curious question. Have you seen much uh, beasties or plants eating things in your scouts? As stealthy and slippery as you are? Give me a persuasion roll. Slippery Jack's not particularly trusting. <laughs> maybe I did, maybe I didn't. <laughs> I, was trying to butter, I was trying to butter him up with my nice words, but uh, clearly he's immune to charm and my zero charisma. Uh, that's a five. What do you want to know? <laughs> what do you want to know? Johnny, he's got a patch. He's, he's too cool for this shit, man. He's too cool for me. I'm just going to wear some of the dead 
dangerous magical plants have been coming from. What he said. That can be advantage to the persuasion roll. Go ahead. Yes. Jesus, no one expects the Inquisition, do they? It's <laughs> <laughs> a 15. 15. Mm. You tell me what you want to know. Maybe I'll share something. Well, well, see, we're traveling through and um, trying to find uh, uh, Hera here, uh, her home. Um, we're trying to find, and we have to keep traveling and knowing if we're going to come across more of those ah, things, it would be really good to know to avoid. <laughs> also, I am a private investigator. I have just met Rex and Hera today. I've been employed to find out what is attacking some researchers in this forest. Well, I don't know about researchers. Um, there's undead. He kind of looks over slightly shiftily at Hera. Like your friend, but not quite as together. Or as nice and charming, I'm sure. No. <laughs> uh, where would they be located, mostly? Uh, we, we sent some, potentially, maybe those near those large structures. You know, they're really big things. Mm. Yeah, mostly around them. Well, have, you, have you been in? In what? The things. No. no. Don't, don't, don't go I'm, near them. Oh, okay. You, you don't, or no one does. I mean, I'm the only one who really leaves the village. Oh, brave, brave, brave rat folk you are. If I had a lovely... Why do you not go near the structures? Was it surrounded by zombies? Did you not hear what he was saying? <laughs> You might still investigate them. Does, does anything ever leave the monolith, or do the undead just uh, like party around it? Yeah, you know, not part. Uh, like, you know, stay. <laughs> do they do the fat tangle? I don't know. They're mostly just hanging around. I don't want to really go near them. I don't want to attract them near here. So, but they don't really leave the monolith. They just they're. Uh, attracted to it, like like fireflies to a flame. Do they have moths in the forest? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have you seen the unusual plants around? Plants too that should not be growing in this forest. I kind of bristle a bit. Nothing wrong with plants. Oh, we love plants, just as long as I would like to insight check that. Of course. Yeah, Sting in the fucking tail. <laughs> uh, so it's a 19? 19. Um, yeah, there's something that they're like... They, t they take offence to it. You, you're not too sure quite what it is you've said that's offended them. Um, possibly they've not encountered the dangerous plants, so, you know, they're pretty much... Okay, there's nothing wrong with plants, but we found some that should not be able to grow in this environment. 
they seem to have been magically assisted. Um, Slippery Jack doesn't seem too keen to divulge anything, um, having kind of been asked that question, but um, Oka kind of um, pipes up that, well, I mean, it could be because of our guardian. See, the mother protects us. And that's where we will call an end tonight. <laughs> I have two, Mic drop. I have two mm. very important questions. Mm. I can't promise I'll answer them. That's fine. One, does protagonist Jones eat? No. Two, does protagonist Jones kneel? And if so, what the fuck does that look like? Protagonist Jones does not kneel or sit the um, probably how tall's Rex? About five, uh, five six. Okay, he's he's fairly hunched over to the you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. With, with so I think whenever LD and Rex sit around the table, protagonist Jones will stay on his feet, like sort of hovering behind. <laughs> Okay. And depending on like where Slippery Jack is or where Ochre is, they might walk, take a few steps either either way. But they're yeah, they're not making, they're not sitting down. Just remembered how to try and sit down an Octodad, and that was very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thank you everyone for coming along for the uh, intriguing beginning that was tonight's show. If you enjoyed this, we play every Tuesday from six pm. I want to say BST, yeah, is it? Maybe. Um, I don't. Time zone. Yeah, 6 p.m. in a time zone and different times elsewhere. Um, you can also catch us on Mondays with Drowning in Blackwater, uh, also from 6 p.m. somewhere. Um, and you can also join us on Friday again from 6 p.m. Other time zones may apply. Um, for Talking is a free action, our chat show slash question dungeon. All of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG and you can find all of our content archived at youtube.com forward slash RollTogetherRPG. There are also podcast versions of all of our shows available everywhere. Just search RollTogetherRPG. A massive thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, there will be a link in chat now. Please do join them because every penny helps us to make all of the fantastic content that we do. Big thank you again to all of our sponsors and our supporters. And don't forget, we are all over social media as Roll Together RPG. Thank you for watching, and we will see you soon. <laughs>